Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode. So, I wanted to talk about something that was, to be honest, not related to the coronavirus um, because I wanted these episodes and this podcast to be timeless. Um, Whenever you stumbled across this episode, whether it was live or if it was five years from now and you're going back in the archives, I wanted this to be relevant regardless of when you listen to it. So to that point, um, if you're listening to this currently, um, I have a couple of episodes that are in the archives at the moment that talk about how I'm dealing with Corona and everything in regards to that. But this one's going to be a Corona-free episode. So let's dive right in. Today's topic is going to be how to stop self-sabotaging money and support coming into your life. So I have talked about my favorite question that changed my life a couple years ago over and over again. Um, If you've listened to any other episode outside of this one, you would have heard me bring up my favorite question. It's from Amanda Francis and she asks, what would it look, what would this look like if it was easy? I love that question because I had the mentality a couple years ago that if it wasn't hard and I didn't work my face off, I didn't earn it. Therefore I didn't deserve it. So after having had that question be in my life for a couple of years, change my life. Um, I feel like I'm ready for the next evolution of that question. So my version of the 2.0 of that question, if you're starting to think about what would life look like if it was easy and starting to think in a different mindset of releasing the fact that everything has to be a struggle, that things can go your way, things can work out. It doesn't have to always be, you know, horrific. I'm not saying that you're not going to work hard, But there's a difference between you have to work your face off because you have to deserve it. Well, that's how you can deserve it and putting in the hard work because it just takes work. So if you're starting to think in that process and that mindset and that pathway, the next version of that question would be what I've been currently using for the past couple months. Am I sabotaging the support and income opportunities that are currently trying to come into my life? Now, mind you, I totally understand it's not catchy, it's not short, it's not airy-fairy and fluffy, not fluffy, I shouldn't say, but like it's not um, bite-sized sounding like what would this look like if it was easy. Amanda Francis did a fantastic job on that one, Um, but I wanted my question, you know, am I sabotaging the support and income opportunities that are currently trying to come into my life? I wanted that to be a very clear question. It is going to be either yes or no. And if it is yes, let's go down the decision tree. If it is no, then cool, move on. Um, And the reason why I wanted it to be so specific is because I've noticed um, over time that when someone goes to what they're considering their next level, their next version of themselves, things like that, um, they start to hit these things, what people call upper limits. So maybe upper limit of your income, upper limit of success, upper limit of receiving support or asking for help or something. And you start to self-sabotage. And so think of it like a pinball machine. You're kind of bouncing back and forth, ping, 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 ping between two rudders and you can't get out of the rudders to go up the 
slingshot to get to the very top to win the game. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about self-sabotaging in general. And to that point, again, to make it super easy and clear for you to answer this question, if you are starting to self-sabotage, the two most important areas that I I see people do this with is going to be support and it is going to be income. So let's dive into support first and then we'll do income next. And then after that, at the end, we'll wrap everything up with some journal prompts so you can get out of your own way. Um, So support. Let's dive there first. The reason why I'm calling it support and not help um, is just because I like the word support a little bit better, to be honest. But the other part is that when it comes to support, it could be in many, many, many different areas of your life. So support could be asking your spouse to take out the garbage or support could be um, asking if you're at the grocery store and I'm not going to sound like an eco hippie, but whatever. If you're at the grocery store and you need something to be double bagged, asking to have that thing double bagged instead of, you know, silently sulking of, oh, I wish they would have just double bagged it and I didn't have to ask. Or it could be something of you have a coworker or an employee that really isn't doing their job and should actually be better at doing their job. And you start to get them to do their job so that you don't have to do their job for them. So therefore they're supporting you. So, and I could give you a million more examples of support, but support is a very broad term for a reason. I want you to think of your personal life. If you have a spouse or a serious relationship, I want you to think of it in regards to the relationship you have with yourself. I want you to think of it, of course, when it comes to whatever version of a career you have. Um, All of these different areas, are you self-sabotaging whatever support is coming in? Is And it can be even small stuff. So Again, I told you I wouldn't talk about Corona, but still, caveat. So pre-Corona, one of the things that used to be really useful was using the Walmart grocery app. Um, That was at a time where Ben and I were really busy. We had just moved into our new house um, and things were kind of chaotic and we were getting ready to move and like post move and all of that. And then all this stuff was going on. And it was really easy. And that was a level of support that I had in my life because I had a list of all my favorite things that we used to eat um, and some of his favorite snacks that he used to eat and things like that. And it was all saved. And it didn't matter what time of night I could do it. It didn't matter if I was doing it at work, on a break, or if I was doing it at 11 o'clock at night. I could schedule the time I was going to pick up the groceries the next day or two days. And then I could add all of the things we normally bought and I could hit a button and boom, it was done. So when I talk about support, that's why I want you to think of every area of your life. But to that point, Most people self-sabotage that level of support, even if it's something as silly as an app, because there still may be some underlying beliefs and patterns in your brain that if it's not hard or did it, if you didn't work hard, then you don't deserve it. Now I want to dive into that one really quickly. So I'm not saying that you're not going to put work in. I'm not going to say that you're not going to put effort in. I'm not going to say that you're not going to maybe have to give some blood, sweat, and tears. But you don't have to suffer, per se, for you to deserve it. You can say, I deserve it because I want it and I'm willing to work for it. So do you hear how it's different? I'm not saying that you get to just sit there, eat some bonbons, eat some grapes, have someone fan you, and therefore you deserve it and it is what it is. You still have to put the work in, 
But you don't have to have this Puritan style of view of, I have to suffer for it. Um, because suffering, it's a little bit of a slippery slope because if you suffer in one area, then you start to believe, well, I have to suffer in all of these other areas. And before you know it, you have this whole mega belief system that anything in your life can only come from suffering. Now, I have the belief and thought process that if you are gifted with something, you know, I talked about this in, I think it was the last episode or maybe the episode prior to that, that all of us have something we're good at and there's no reason why you can't profit from something you're good at. You know, go for that low hanging fruit, go for the stuff that's easy um, and it's okay to make money from it. So it's the same concept in regards to that. If you believe that you have to suffer, therefore you're going to make everything harder. And the only person that's saying you have to suffer is you. You know, no one has this big list of rules that if you do not follow them, X, Y, and Z, this is going to fail or that's going to fail. Or there's no list of stuff that's like, oh, you didn't suffer enough. Therefore, you don't deserve it. I always will say that you have to put the work in, you have to put the effort in, you have to fail, you have to stumble, you have to cry, you may have to bleed a little, you still have to work, but that doesn't mean you have to suffer. Um, so when it comes to support, if you start to go away from that belief process, you will start to realize that there's areas in your life, and it could be something super small that you're not accepting support in. So it could be, you know, say someone wants to help you take out the trash and you say, oh no, I got this. Well, what's so wrong about giving someone a bag of trash and saying, oh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Or could you grab that for me? Or maybe not this time, but could you help me out next time? There's nothing wrong with taking support as long as, and there's a caveat for it, as long as you are grateful and you're thankful for it. I do not like people, and I know that none of you are like this, but I do not like people that are entitled and expect it. I think we can expect it, but we can also be gracious and grateful. Every time someone helps me, someone opens the door for me, someone gets a bag for me, someone gives me a discount, someone does this, someone freaking smiles at me. I am grateful. I am so grateful some days that like I sound like a freaking retard and I'm like crying because I'm so grateful at all the little acts of kindness people do in my life for me. The things I know about and the things I don't know about. So you can still have support and you can still be grateful at the same time and you can still be appreciative of it. But I don't want you to think that you have to turn all this support away. So again, I go back to it. it could be something like someone offering to take the garbage out for you or maybe someone just wants to listen to you, or maybe it's something at work and someone's willing to take something off of your plate or sit with you and listen to X, Y, and Z project and help you figure out a way to make it easier or simpler or promote your work better to get a promotion. Whatever the version of support is, I, I deeply hope that you're not self-sabotaging. And this question, again, it'll be, you know, it's, going to be everywhere because I'm going to run with it for quite a while. So don't worry about that. But this question, are you sabotaging that support? That's not a question that you just stop asking. Just the same concept of what would this look like if it was easy is not a question I will ever stop asking. Um, I think of it as almost like a pillar to kind of self-check it. So I can be like, okay, well, am I making this too hard? Hmm, maybe. Well, what would this look like if it was easy? So same thing with the support of sabotage or sabotaging my support. 
there's times where even though I know this stuff and I teach this stuff and I talk about it for 20, 30 minutes on a podcast, I still ask myself these questions. And I caught myself, I think it was a week, two weeks ago, um, in regards to something where someone was offering support, someone was offering a little bit of help. And I was just saying, oh, no, I can do it on my own. And that's not necessarily untrue. I totally can do it on my own. But why can't I have a little bit of support and be gracious and say, thank you for helping me? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to win a medal just because I did everything by myself and I struggled and I suffered and cool. I'm going to get a medal and be tired and cranky and grumpy and then what? Nothing. Awesome. That's exactly what I want. No. So these questions are going to be questions that you'll ask for years. And even, you know, hopefully you can take these questions and you can pass them on to someone else, almost like you're passing on a gift. Um, for someone that is willing to see things differently. I don't want this information, this knowledge, this podcast to just die with you. I want you to share it with a coworker, share it with a friend, share it with a bestie and be like, hey, I learned something really cool that might help you. Um, there's a little bit of woo in there, but why not? I thought of you and maybe it's something that you might need. So don't sabotage that support and don't feel bad and don't, um, you know, Beat yourself up if you have to ask this question a lot, just because I do the same thing. I ask it a lot, and sometimes it's different versions of it. Sometimes it's on the support side. Sometimes it's on the income side. But until we start becoming aware of where we're sabotaging, it's going to be really, really, really hard to break that cycle. So I feel like I've talked about the support side enough. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can send me questions on the website, margaretstevens.co. You can send it through the social medias, whatever is easiest for you, right? So the other side of that is the income opportunities. So I truly, again, believe that there is always, as long as we are willing and open to it, income opportunities are, for the most part, willing to come our way. And Again, they may not be the world's most greatest, awesomest income opportunity. It may be an extra 20 bucks here or 50 bucks there or a really cool gig that pays you $500 or whatever the number is. I don't want you to get hung up on the number, but I do want you to be conscious and clear of what income opportunities are you turning away and what are the ones that you're taking. Now, there's different versions of this um, depending on where you're at in your life. So if you run a business and someone is trying to have you give a service that you no longer want to give because it's not profitable, that's a different story. Maybe that means you take whatever that widget is. And if, okay, so let me use a tangible example. When my husband and I ran the brick and mortar motorcycle dealership that we had a couple years ago, um, there would be services that people would ask us to do. So they would ask us, hey, can you put on a chain or can you do a tire, but can you do it at this price? And it was half of what we were charging. Obviously, we couldn't do it at that price. So what we would do instead is we would either refer it out to someone else or we would say, no, I can't do it for that price. But if I did this package for you, it's going to work out to be about the same or if it's something that they could do themselves um, and really like it wasn't realistic for us to charge, we would say, no, you know, we can't, we're not going to charge you for it per se, but why don't you tip our tech? Like, I don't know, little stuff like, oh, can you see if my chain's tight enough? Um, because I'm getting ready to go on a big ride, a big motorcycle ride. 
Well, obviously, you know, for five seconds of time, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to be like, okay, that is $3.82 or whatever it is, right? But I would say, okay, well, just give me a couple minutes. I'll have a check go out and check it for you. And if you don't mind, since it's not something we charge for, can you tip my tech? So when it comes to that type of income opportunity where it doesn't make sense to charge, I don't want you to turn the money away completely. You can ask for a tip or you could ask for a review. So income can be multiple things. Income doesn't have to be money. Income is something that provides a benefit and is a positive thing for you that can eventually lead to money. So maybe your Uber driver, well, again, Corona, but whatever. (laughs) Maybe you're an Uber driver and you did a fantastic job. Um, Maybe it makes sense to give a, I don't know, they used to do this back in the day when I used to Uber eons ago. But there's a referral code that you could give out so that people would get a discount on the drive and you got a little bit of a kickback because you did such a great job that they maxed you out on a tip. Or you said, I, you know, thank you so much for, you know, all the kind words. Would you mind leaving me a five-star review? Whatever the version is, I don't want you, if there's an opportunity on the table for you to eventually make money, I don't want you to leave it on the table. Maybe just redirect it a little. And if you're not in that type of brick and mortar ish type of business, if someone's asking you like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you do X, Y, and Z? And you don't want to do that type of work anymore. I would challenge you as a business clarity coach, I would challenge you to create a PDF and sell it and say, well, I don't really do that anymore. But I've got you know, my top 20 questions that I normally ask for X, Y, and Z. It's about 20 bucks. Um, I can send you the link. If you want to buy it, you're more than welcome to. And so you're redirecting the conversation so that it's an income opportunity that you're not sabotaging. You're not saying no, you, you are, but you're saying no, but here's something else instead. You're always offering some other version of a solution instead. So it could be a review. It could be a tip. It could be um, a rating. It could be, hey, buy my $5 course because this is what I feel you know you should be buying instead because you'll get more out of that than asking me for free advice. Whatever the scenario is, I don't want you to leave that income opportunity on the table because things like this snowball. And it's also another thing too that if it is tangible income and say every six months or so someone's asking you from the same version of advice, that is how courses are born. And that's also how you start to realize, hey, I'm really good at this. And a lot of people know me for X, Y, and Z. Um, For example, I never you know, five, six, seven years ago, I never in a million years would have thought that I would be a business clarity coach. I never would have thought that people would pay me to look at their books, look at their businesses, look at how they run things, see where they're messing up and losing all of this money, fill the holes, plug the gaps, you know, all that jazz. And then I would get paid for this because I used to just do it for free. I loved it. It was fun. Every company I worked at, I would just figure out how to do more and more and more because I just loved doing it. So it may not be an income thing right now, but it doesn't mean you can't A, get paid something in the meantime and B, start honing that skill. So maybe that's something you offer a couple years down the road when you either feel comfortable or ready um, to offer a service like that. 
And the other thing too is it can be something that's small and simple. So maybe you're really, I'm going to make it up, right? So maybe you're really good at helping your grandparents with, you know, like Facebook and social media and all of that. Let them buy you some cookies or <laughs> let them give you a $5 gift card to like Olive Garden or whatever because you set up, you know, their iPad, which um, most older people have iPads and don't really know how to use them. And like, I'm dealing with that with my grandmother, right? Well, yeah, my grandmother, well, Ben's, but whatever. My grandmother right now, I've been trying to video chat her during all of this stuff because she's in lockdown and we live three hours away now. And I talked to her on the phone all the time. And I asked her, hey, is there anyone there that can help set up freaking Facebook and Facebook video chat on your iPad so I can see you and so you can see me and so you can see the puppies and you can see the hubby and all of that. And so I'm working on that right now. And I will, when I'm allowed, send a thank you to the person that sets it up for her because I'm so appreciative that I now can see my grandma. I now can show her all the crazy things we're getting into and I can show her the garden and I can show her the puppies. So these little things, you know, you may not even realize you're going to get an income from it, but I still go back to don't turn it away. Don't self-sabotage. And sometimes you may be thinking, well, and I do this one from experience. You may be thinking, well, I can't do that because I have too much on my plate right now, or it's going to take too much time or it's too hard. And sometimes that's true. But then I would circle back to question number one, what would this look like if it was easy? You know, another version is if I had a magic wand and I was going to be your fairy godmother and go, boop, what would that look like if it was easy? Because not everything you're doing has to be hard and time consuming and struggle and blah, da, 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 da. It can be simple. It can be easy. It could be something as simple as creating a PDF and charging for the PDF. And again, you don't even have to have a website for this. Like literally you could be so super simple. It's not even funny. It could be a Google doc or a freaking Adobe PDF that you download and you store in the cloud or whatever your version of the cloud is. And you could say, hey, I normally charge for that. It's about 20 bucks and I'll send you a X, Y, and Z PDF for this instead. Uh, just PayPal me or, you know, Chase pay me or Zedge pay me or whatever version of pay or hand me physical $20. You just get paid. And then you're like, okay, what's your email address? And you type in their email address, you attach the PDF, you hit the send button and go, ta-da, it should be in your email. Like, you don't have to have a website, you don't have to have a Facebook page, you don't have to have an Instagram, you don't have to have a course and spend all of this money, and you don't have to have a membership site. It can really be that simple, and you're allowed to make money from that. And I, you know, I still go back to... Sometimes if it's that simple and people are willing to pay you, you're going to feel guilty because most of us do. We're like, well, how should I, should I really be allowed to profit off or something that was that simple? Yeah, I do believe so because think about it. You're going to take that money and you're going to do good with it. And it doesn't matter what you're doing with it. I know you're going to do good with it. So it could be you go out to eat, you buy um, I'm going to sound girly makeup. You're going to buy some bath bombs, which is like my favorite thing in the world to do. You're going to go and put it towards debt. You're going to go put it towards groceries. You're going to do something good with the money. So don't feel guilty for having money come into your life. And don't feel guilty for having support come into your life. Because again, if you're listening to this podcast, 
I know that you deserve it. I know without a shadow of a doubt, even though I've never met any of you, I can see the statistics on the dashboard. I know that all of you are kind-hearted people or you wouldn't be attracted to this. I know that you care so deeply about making change and doing things in the world and getting paid for it and living a bigger life than what you're currently living, or you wouldn't be attracted to this podcast. So don't feel guilty if someone's trying to help you. Take the help. Don't turn away the money. And again, I still go back to, it can sometimes start with something as simple as like 20 bucks. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm turning down a thousand dollars. No, it could be really as simple as a thousand, a thousand. <laughs> it could be as simple as like five bucks. You know, don't turn it away. Don't turn it down. So with that being said, I want to dive into the journal prompts so that if you are doing any version of self-sabotaging, you can kind of shake yourself out of it and however you journal, whether you journal in the morning, at night, um, while taking a tub bath, whatever it looks like for you, at least you can kind of use these questions to get out of your own way. So I numbered them, by the way, because if you listen to last week's episode, apparently I can't like talk, read, and count. <laughs> so I actually put numbers next to the journal prompts this time versus just stars. So <laughs> question number one, because I can read number one now. What support or income opportunities am I delaying or turning down? Whatever it is, write it down. And it could be stuff that maybe is coming up in the future. It could be stuff that is... Um, long past, just write it down, write whatever comes to your brain, right? I'll write it down. All right. Question number two, why is that? So next to everything you turned down or you've delayed, I want you to write, why are you doing it? And just again, be honest. No one's going to see this other than you short of you posting it on the Googles. Um, you know, you can write down, oh, I turned down that job because it sounded too cumbersome. Oh, I said no to that help because I wanted to look strong. And I was afraid that they would take it as a sign of weakness. I um, ignored that call because I wanted to spend time with my family and I was afraid of being interrupted. It doesn't matter what it is. I want you to write down next to everything you've turned away or delayed. Why are you doing that? Because if you don't know why, you can't fix it. So question number three, what would it look like if I said yes to all the income and support coming my way? So everything that you just wrote down, what would it magically look like if you said yes to all of it? Now, most of you might think initially, holy shit, that's too much. <laughs> or, oh my God, that's scary. And that might be true. I'm not saying you have to say yes to all of it. But maybe there's something on that list that like gets you excited and makes you happy, makes you joyful. So you don't have to say yes to everything, but you know, maybe that'll be a good barometer for you to be like, oh, well, maybe I should say yes to these things because they light me up and no to these things and redirect them. And then question number four would be, what would have to change in my life to handle my new level of success? So for me, currently right now, that would be my way of thinking. I still sometimes don't believe, even though I teach about this, this is why I teach about it, that things can be easy or things can flow and things can be simple and that uh, I don't have to struggle for everything, even though that's not true. Totally not even true. But there's times, because I'm human, that I'll self-sabotage. Um, I had a previous client call me what was it last week? 
Yeah, last week. And I was in the middle of walking my dog, so it wasn't technically a good time to talk. So that would be, you know, the reason why I turned it down. But to that point, all I had to do was answer the phone and say, hey, John Smith, um, I'm walking my dogs right now. My hands are kind of full. Can I call you back in 20? John Smith would have been like, okay, sure, no problem. And then I would have finished walking the puppies. I would have put them inside, washed my hands, blah, blah, blah. And then I would have stepped outside and I would have called him. Instead, I made this big production of, oh, well, I'll call him back in a little bit. And what about this? And what about that? And he's going to ask me to do this. And he's going to ask me to do that. And do I still want to do that? And that was a lot of work. And do I have it in me? And God, that was a lot. And, and I just made this whole mega story about it. And it blew out of proportion in my head over nothing because I had no clue the intention of why John Smith was calling me. Instead, what I needed to have done was picked up the phone and said, hey, I'm in the middle of walking my dogs. My hands are kind of full. Can I call you back? He would have been, yeah, not a problem. And life would have moved on. So, and, and I eventually, and I fixed all of that. So to, to give you the resolution to all of that lovely story, I fixed it. I called them back and I said, hey, sorry for the delay. I was in the middle of X, Y, and Z. You know, what's up? But I still go back to, it doesn't have to be that hard. You don't have to sab sabotage. And there's times where you're going to say no, and you're going to be like, you know, I appreciate it, but no, thank you. And that's fine because it's clean. It's like a clear no versus, well, I don't know. Let me see, blah, blah, blah. And then you just kind of like fall off the face of the earth. Um, what I don't want you to do is if you don't want to do it, just say no, be gracious, be kind, say thank you. Um, say no. And then if you can redirect them to someone that they might work better with. So that's just something to keep in mind as you are going through these journal prompts. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to see some of your answers for this stuff. And I hope you have a fun day, evening, afternoon, figuring out how to stop self-sabotaging so you can have more money and more support come into your life and you can spend more time doing the things that you love. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.